Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. It's football time in the bluegrass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast presented by our good friends at Justice Dental. I'm Nick Roush with Freddie Maggard, Andrew Franklin, two happy customers at Justice Dental. That Do, do you all change up locations? Do you go to both? I know they no. got two great ones. Uh, I, I, I go off Blazer, but uh, I did in an emergency situation uh, had to go over to their other location. Can vouch for both, but yeah. I, I stay loyal to mine on my side of town. I've, I've been facilities. to both. I had a little surgery over on Blazer mm-hmm. and then go to the other one. Uh, oh, so you're over off, uh, was it Wellington? Wellington, yeah. 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 I didn't know we were at rival locations. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm, well, I'm a Wellington so. guy. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm a yeah. Blazer. 
Well, that's how we roll. Charles, we're out in the dark right now, but we need to get over just as check out both because they are a one-stop shop. A lot of places make you go all over town if you got to get something fancy done. Not Justice Dental. So go visit them online today. We thank Justice Dental so much for partnering with the KSR Football Podcast. Need your teeth clean? Hit up Justice Dental. We we did take a slight break for Labor Day. Uh, Chuck was still busy getting his notes, his extensive note taking from the Clemson Georgia game. And, man, that is one thick legal pad. You really went above and beyond. Yeah, you know, I went the old-fashioned way and did uh, – my pencil kind of ran out, though, oh. halfway through, so I only mm. have a couple notes. Pencil uh, ran out. We we can – yeah, it just broke out. Someone stole it. I don't, mm. Yeah, mm. it ran out. Then it, So, I got next to me, had a pen. It was out of ink. Oh, no. Long, I think it actually – my baggage, it got lost. No. I mean, it just oh, – I, I wow. remember some of it. So, <laughs> I'll just go off the top. Well, with Charlotte, everything you hope for and more. Uh, yeah, but it, you know, it wasn't uh, wasn't Kroger Field. On no, the first. what is exactly? So I will say, hearing the crowd through the TV on Wandale's first touchdown made me really miss not being at Kroger Field. Did yeah. you bring back your scouting report as was directed by? Drew Franklin, who I, is it, one of the bosses at KSR, by the it's way. It's all in my head. Oh, it's okay, good. The oh. mental notes. The, those are mm-hmm. m- the most important. But you did miss a beautiful day at Kroger Field. There wasn't a cloud in the sky to watch the Cats just completely roll ULM in a 45-10 to 10 win. Freddie, I like that they told us just to go ULM. It makes yeah. – something about Louisiana, I always just get the, the first time around, you know, like I get the letters all out of order. Like, it's, a, it's a big word. Yeah, in, in the O's and I, there's just a lot of vowels, you mm-hmm. know. You cr- so, they made it easy on us, uh, just like they made it easy on Kentucky because they were not a very good football team. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It was fun to watch the Cats go out there and beat up on somebody that's not just practice jerseys of the other team. I got corrected a few times because apparently I was saying Monroe instead of Monroe. So, well, yeah. that's because you're from the mountains. That's right. That's I'm how sure we say That's it. how everyone says yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but uh, – Man, it was a lot of fun. It, yeah. it, it had the – I know we were really bullish on the first quarter last week, guys. This is, this is where we, we were exercising our gambling muscles. Mm-hmm. We forgot that the first half, there's more time to make up for mistakes. And the one mistake being Abule putting his hand into somebody's helmet and taking it off. Because if that doesn't happen, I mean, cover city. That and then the whole uh, Josh Ali, Will Levis needing a, a, an extra play to get on the same page there in the beginning of the game. Yeah. I think we'll split the blame there on both those guys. There was no point where we thought Kentucky would lose the game, but there was that groan like, oh, did we get too excited again? Yeah. But luckily yeah. that got uh, corrected very quickly. You that, know, that was like a fart in the wind, Freddie. Another, you know, that worry, it just kind of passed just like that. Yeah, it was another, a quick stink, but gone. Another play that prevented a score was when – uh, Cavassier Smoke dropped the pass in the two-minute drill. Oh. Then, then Levis got sacked. Yeah, and just you know played it out. But th- those were more points. There were a lot of points left on the board. I mean, obviously, uh, I don't think Kentucky showed much at all. Going back and watching it for a second, and third time, I, I don't think uh, the playbook was was very deep for what Kentucky needed to do to beat an outmatched team. Well, it's funny you say that because even though it wasn't, <laughs> having the- watched Kentucky football <laughs> the last few years. <laughs> With all due respect to everyone on those teams, it felt like I was just watching some kid playing Madden, like it was the craziest playbook I'd ever seen just because the ball was going farther than 15 yards down the field. Yeah. Well, and they didn't show up maybe like in the actual plays, but in the assignment, alignment, the formations and stuff, you're like, 
Wow, that's the seventh different formation I've seen in seven plays. Yeah. Like, they're five wide, motion in, in, you know, there was a lot of, at least they gave Missouri a lot to look at. You're going to see a lot more Saturday. Just yeah. put it that way. Well, and that's what was good, too, is you had all this fun on the setup plays. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and you had the thing we haven't seen in a long time. I know Charles can't relate to this, but open wide receivers, like, even when Chuck was open, it was – you know, they were on you, you know. You had to make a little move in traffic. Because I was slow back in the day. That's what I you're know. saying. I mean, damn. He's right here. He can hear you. Yeah. I'm, 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 it's I'm a not. short week and all, but <laughs> God. See, Chuck, this wasn't a shot at you. This was more of a like, hey, let's run a play that goes to the empty part of the zone kind of deal. And find like the that. dude that's running wide open. On After that first – uh, the first inter- the interception on the first pass. The the next time they go down, Stoops said he was like, all right, get the ball to Wandale. They run a play action, and Wandale's got to come back. And he was open for so long, I'm like, Will, throw it. Just get it. Hurry. They're, he's going to be covered up. And, like, it, once that first completion happened, then you get another one. He pulls the pin. He lets one rip deep. I think everybody could kind of relax ever so slightly knowing that, hey, they got this. Yeah, you know, it was honestly a first time in a while we've seen deep balls that weren't either severely underthrown or severely overthrown, um, which, again, you know, they weren't – I guess they could have caught our receivers in stride, yeah. so you would say, but, you know, they're taught to put it on their head, and that's what Levis was doing all day long. Yeah, and I uh, I, I think, too, Chuck, the, the underthrown part – I mean, Levis, he said that he probably underthrew a few of them because he wasn't used to – the game speed that those guys run at, you know. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, I mean, absolutely. And, and you know, it's it's about a you know mile or sorry, yeah, one mile and a half, but MPH. But I mean, you're running you're running faster in the game just due to all that. Probably adrenaline. a step faster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. absolutely. But you you so they they track the GPS. I'm surprised we haven't seen something come out of uh, oh, UK yeah. Sports Performance yet. But you know, we're running down on kickoffs, say on Wednesday in practice, and you know I'd run 19 miles an hour, whatever it is, or Jeff Bidette would run 20. You catch it on Saturdays, Jeff Bidette's popping out 23 miles an hour, and it's just, again, due to all that adrenaline first game. And right. I think you can attribute some of Ali's tip and that first pick on some adrenaline. He hadn't played a game in, in front of that many fans in two years. And yeah, yeah. The ball wasn't perfect, but I, he came back and caught a curl route after, and I went, all right, he's, he's settled down. Yeah. And then we connected on some of those big plays. It was uh, – it's a good game. There was there was a lot of settling down that needed to happen, Drew, but I don't think the fans were because that was like just the most pristine. Like we oh, we're back. Oh yeah, especially some of it's just poetic. Like Wandell's first catch is a touchdown. You, uh-huh. Everybody's excited to have him back. I mean, it wasn't poetic the interception on the first play, <laughs> but just having not just we saw a little bit of a passing attack come back. I mean, they put stats up. The, stat that you haven't had two receivers with over 100 yards in a decade yeah uh stuff like that helped add to it and me personally i love just as much as i like seeing the ball fly i liked how comfortable and kind of fearless levis looked a couple times he had an open guy that he could have checked down to but yeah. he waited because he wanted that deep ball he wanted to take those shots and that's just a, a mindset we haven't seen in a long time especially on that Epps ball freddie the best the best play he had yeah was a pass to the to Epps on the sideline, cover two, gear down, check down, however you want to call it, Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, shot. A couple yeah. things in that play. One is he had he had the moxie to make that throw. I mean, you have to be courageous and you have to have some attitude to make that throw. That that you cannot be hesitant at all. 
Uh, two, he read it perfectly. And mm-hmm. three, he had the arm strength to go from left hash to right sideline between the corner and the safety about 40 yards. The ball probably traveled 50 <laughs> yards downfield. Yeah. That, that is a rare, rare throw. I mean – not too many quarterbacks in college football can make that – will or can make that throw. That's what I was well, most impressed especially by. Especially when he had a check down, uh, I think it was like third and seven, he probably had a guy at the sticks yeah. on the left hand. And I'm like, just throw get the first down. Absolutely. And he's like, nope, we're going for it all. And then on the receiving end too, Isaiah Epps, that's a guy, Chuck, you talked about last week that had, has had a lot of injuries and – I was one of those who's like, man, I just he might just be done, you know. He might not have it in him anymore. And he went out there and proved like, hey, I've I've still got some left in the tank. I'm back. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, again, you know, I kind of always use the gazelle reference when I think about him. Just those long legs. I mean, he he's one of our fastest players out there. From an explosiveness standpoint, yeah, you give it Wandell or Ali, but from just running a post route. Ali's, or I mean, uh, Epps is probably the fastest. One thing I liked about Wandale, too, is we always think of just his speed. But, like, dude gets his nose dirty. Oh, he ran okay. over those dudes on that <laughs> on that one touchdown. And, he, and then he was, like, a little hurt. I'm going, oh, God. Just, yeah. I don't know if you're big enough to be doing that. But Take it know, easy. His most impressive in. wasn't even on the touchdown. I was just rewatching the game this morning, and I didn't notice in real time. But there was one play where it's a first down. It's a long play. But he takes about seven hits and keeps standing up and bouncing off guys. And I thought he was eventually going to break completely free, but yeah. they group him up and bring him down. He had a couple. He definitely showed uh, a lot of strength with that speed. Had a couple cuts on his forehead after the game. He also, I don't know how he got the punt he fumbled. God, I don't know either. <laughs> there I, was like seven I guys right there. I chalked that one up to it was gone. I never got a replay on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. I think it was one of those. Oh, there might have been some pinching or whatnot underneath that pile, <laughs> and we just came out with it. Okay, well, it was ours now. Whatever it takes. Th- Whatever this it is takes. also the part of the podcast that I think definitely me, maybe we as all need to uh, issue our friend Charles Walker an apology. <laughs> Chuck, I, uh, fair catch jokes are done. I, I never again. Just, just catch How it. How long will this last? I mean, over under three weeks. No, 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 no. Three hours before no, the I'm, next. No, I'm only there right now. You owe us an apology. Drew, again, one of the bosses of KSR, told you to go to the game in uniform. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> yeah. saw no pictures. Yep. yep. No proof yep. of you wearing a uniform mm. in Charlotte. Listen, American Airlines, they have a limit on your baggage. And I wasn't, I wasn't taking my shoulder pads and my helmet and my cleats. That's that's a heavy bag. I mean, that's a $100 bill right there. I thought they pay you to fly with them, all the traveling you do. I, this is a sponsor for you, American Airlines. Here you go. Now I, free, maybe I should get paid. Free plug. Well, NIL. I did. We aren't sucking up. In the middle of the game, in the press box, I can't remember if I turned to Nick or he turned to me, but we were like – we said we, we joke about Charles a lot, but could really use him back there occasionally. Just, yeah. Especially whenever Josh, like, just go catch it. Because how many yards do you lose on a bounce, Freddie? You get a bad hop. Like, it's yeah. 10 yards. I know that there's guys coming to your fa- – like, that job is very difficult. But if you just wave your hand and go catch the ball, you save everybody. they got to get out of your way if you wave your hand. Mm-hmm. So, I, that, that hidden yardage stuff, that's the stuff that you don't really care too much about. Until it really matters, but like it, just catch it. That that that's my one complaint. All right, I got my one complaint out for the day. No more complaints about the performance against ULM. Well, I mean, we've talked positive, and everything about this game, most everything was positive for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. A lot of hidden yardage out there. Like you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chance poor. Six of seven kickoffs went into the end zone. One mm-hmm. went out of bounds. That's hidden yardage. Yeah. 
uh, Zach Johnson brought a kickoff back forty four yards in out of the. He, end it was zone. after the touchdown, that's, and he was like, "I'm going to go be a hero." And it's like Dude. seven penalties, sixty five yards. That's not good. Yeah, four allowed quarterback sacks against a team like Louisiana Monroe has to get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's concerning. Especially only, only rushing for one hundred forty five yards. Also, I know he rushed for one seventy nine, minus the sacks. And again, you go back to the sacks. Yeah, yeah. It's not a concern. But Kentucky's going to have to run the ball much better against Missouri to keep them off balance. But you and I are going to talk – I'm sure we're going to talk about it in a little bit. <laughs> what Missouri does defensively, Will Levis needs to be TJ. Make them pay, right? Because <laughs> if, if you blitz, you need to make them pay for that yeah. by hitting vertical shots. And the vast majority of coverage that I saw Missouri play against uh, Central Michigan, which was a different game than Kentucky play against ULM because that was a close one. No, oh, yeah, down and the wire. W- was press man with a with a with a free safety, pretty much to to make it simplistic, and you beat that by going over top. And mm-hmm. Kentucky's going to have to do that if the Cats can get that aspect going and get Rodriguez going. And yeah. Around, yeah, I think I think Kentucky could be okay. I, I think some of the the running too. How many times did we think Rodriguez was going to bust it? Forty-seven. Uh, especially there where we can see the whole field. There yeah. were a couple times. I thought, you know, well, here's another highlight reel, and just a shoestring tackle at the last God, second would bring him down. The, running up the right side. Yeah. Was, I mean, there was no one there. No one. Yeah. I, I will say I kind of thought he was running high all day long. You know, he had that one where he did break ten tackles, what, what it felt like ten tackles. Probably was actually eight, yeah. which is still crazy. I actually did count. I think it was eight or nine. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he was running high. I mean, you, you watch those games like last night, Ole Miss's running back that completely trucked that dude. From, Put him in a coffin. Dude from the University of wherever that was from that was on last night. Bishop Sycamore, University yeah. of Sycamore. Yeah. I mean, they, they're running low and they're they're attacking. I, I just thought – I thought Rodriguez played well, but, again, he just seemed to be running high. Yeah. He, he also, like, said afterwards to, you know, A, like that part of this offense, I've got to be able to make a man miss. There's going to yep. be a guy that gets unblocked, and I've got to do that. I think, too, Freddie, if you haven't been tackled in the preseason at all – it might take a little while to get going. And there's also just the aspect, too, that we've mentioned but haven't really hammered home a lot. Like, the, there's going to be an adjustment period versus yeah. just hitting a hole in inside zone and then versus reading the stretch outside and kind of taking some time to let the play develop. If anything, I think he was too eager. And, yeah. and that's understandable. And that's what you want. What's Mark Stoops say? What, he'd rather say uh, uh, – uh, woe than giddy up. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's with with Chris Rodriguez because I think he was eager to make plays for his offense and he understood the opponent and the opportunity for explosive plays to occur. Uh, and I just think that that he was just overly anxious well, to make that explosive and he he's going to be just fine. But yeah. I, but but again, I, I agree, Nick. I think you know that outside zone. It, it's going to take a little bit of time yeah. to, to figure all that out. But one thing we didn't see Kentucky do is run bootlegs. They, they ran one. and uh, Brendan he, Bates touchdown. Yeah, and then the sack that yes, Levis just rolled right into the But that's the a big part of the offense that mm-hmm. we did not see yet. Levis actually using his legs. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, there's so much that, that you're going to see Saturday that you didn't see last Saturday. I, I, I'm excited to watch this game. You, Combining you, your two topics there, Rodriguez and new things, he caught more passes. Well, yeah. I think he only had two, but mm-hmm. that's more than I believe I've two ever seen Two for ten yards, catch. Yeah. One of them was a pretty nice catch. Yeah, yeah, great yeah, catch. yeah definitely. Yeah. The uh, which, by the way, uh, Chris did go on to another podcast that's on the KSR network, run by a bunch of hooligans. Yeah, and they were 
they were ribbing in. They're like, "Oh, you actually caught it!" I'm like that Georgia game, which <laughs> oh man, Ooh. that that cuts real deep. That cuts real deep. That was. Um, I feel back and forth beef with the current Kentucky football locker room independent deep podcast. We got Mark Stoops mm. talking about how Max is saying a little too much, and he needs to get on there and put him in his place. We got. You know, C-Rod and Max jawing back and forth. I, uh, it's it's it, controversial. Here's what's going to be interesting. Missouri's punter is Grant McInnes. Oh, oh that's right. God. So, yeah. there's going to be some specialty, specialist hate going mm-hmm. on. So. Oh. A year ago, they covered the locker room with pictures of him, yeah. uh, which I thought was funny <laughs> because I think some of the new guys on Kentucky's team was like, like who's, who's this? this? <laughs> Why are we getting pumped up for this guy? Yeah, uh, man, that – that was pretty funny. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> high comedy. But you you talked about Chris and the patience. There's something that I, I'd forgotten about. It reminds me of Benny Snell in 2017. Yeah, he has a great year in 16, but he's, you know, he's still the new guy. He's the true freshman of Boom Williams. He comes in in that, that, that 2017 season, and he's just a box of dynamite trying to explode. In that first month of the season, Benny was not Benny. He did not play very well. He was, they were using the sophomore slump phrase a lot. Yeah, we, the people were using that. And I know we, we, got, we or rightfully gloss over it because he ended up getting it together, playing really well. But he was impatient because he was like, I'm finally the guy. I've got to go do everything. You know, might be getting a little bit with that with Chris. And you know what? I, I'm, I can't say – like that's the human element of you're playing against ULM and you're just ready to go get 300 yards rushing. Yeah, because he saw the receivers making the big plays, right? He right, saw yeah. Will Levy. He wanted part of that. I, Chris Rodriguez is fine. 100% oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. He averaged 6.6 yards per carry. And that was a bad day. And that's, <laughs> what, like, what? that's what he averaged last year, <laughs> yeah, 6.6 yeah. yards per carry. So, you know what you're going to get there. He should be excited that they showed so much over the top. He's only going to get bigger windows yeah. uh, moving See, forward. Now, there will be yeah. home run opportunities yeah. with this man coverage that, that Missouri plays. And Missouri gave up a ton but of let's, explosive plays. We're going to go back and talk about the U.K. defense versus ULM. But let's talk about this Missouri defense because, Freddie – I am fascinated by this strategy that Drinkwitz is going with because Drinkwitz, let's call a spade a spade. He beat Kentucky last year. He had a lot of success. I don't want to say playing conservatively, but they were kind of similar to Kentucky in that we're going to manage the game with Basilak, we're going to time up our shots right, and we're going to run the ball with Larry Roundtree. We're not going to get a ton at once, but we're going to time up our shots at the right time. Something just Kentucky didn't do. But that, that's how Missouri won. It, it's not the most aggressive offensive approach. And he goes and hires a defensive coordinator that's just like, here we go. Yeah. My guy's better than your guy. Let's, let's, let's go. I mean, that's what it is. It's man across the board. They're just bl- they're and, just and like, we're going to bring six. They bring six. Man up, Charles. Now, they do have a dynamic <laughs> linebacker in there. Blaze. What's how you say his name? Allredge. Yeah. He's that a, guy's rise, a beast. Rise transfer. Leads the nation in tackles for loss and quarterback sacks. Ten, ten tackles, six tackles for loss, three and a half quarterback sacks, Charles. He was dynamic. Mm-hmm. They had nine in the game. Yeah. Most in the SEC. Leads the, SEC leads, leads the nation in sacks, Missouri does. Tied with the lead for the nation in tackles for loss for 14 with Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So but, it's a high but, risk, high reward defense. See, the risk. They also give up more big plays than any other defense in the SEC because they're pinning their ears back, saying, come on, try to beat us, Chips. And the Chips almost did. 475 yards. Yeah. That's what Michigan had. They were winning in the first half. And if Missouri doesn't bust a big run late and set up a field goal, yeah. then, you know, I mean, Central Michigan just need to stop and get the ball back and they can go tie the game. Um, 
Blaze is a guy to watch, though. If you're going to name yourself Blaze, like, what is that, American Gladiator? You got to bring it. And he's got the long hair, the name, and he had the play, at least in that game. Man, the American Gladiators had great names. Of all the things we brought back, you know, all the nostalgia, let's recreate this. Where's my American Gladiators remake? Or didn't they try that, maybe? I think they tried it and just people. They tried to make it too new. Just give me exactly what it was. Yeah. Same format, same crappy gun. The tennis, ball, tennis balls. Yeah. yeah oh. All of it. Anyway, instead, now they have like actual bodybuilders who just aren't like on steroids, you know, and those people are just some kind of. Now they do the American Ninja Warrior, which that's not as cool. Not as cool at all. Not yeah. as cool. What is cool that does need to get brought back? Most Extreme Challenge, MXC. Y'all remember MXC? It was good. It was good. Spike TV, and they would dub over. It was like the, yeah, the, the Japanese the, okay. game show. Yeah, 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 they would talk over it. Yeah. That, it's good for laughs. That, that big was rolling fun. ball down the hill, and you had to make it in like the little. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. basically whiplash, but much more com- mm-hmm. comedic. Yeah, yeah, much funnier. Like yeah. like Missouri. Yeah, they're hilarious. They're uh, a very Missouri thing, too, that uh, What happened found to out today. on the day of at the, well, at, at the Missouri game? That's the only thing I can think of. Missouri – they are taking two planes because the airport in Columbia is under construction. So they have to ship half of the team on a bus to St. Louis to fly Ooh. to Lexington. Yeah. How much would that suck, John, if you <clears> get put on terrible. the second plane? We didn't have to do that, but flying out of Hale State senior year, we had to take three planes just due to the airport there. And I'll never forget Frank Buffano yelling at, I guess, someone from the airport because they had screwed up and there wasn't a plane there ready. And it was like the maddest I think I've ever seen Buff. <laughs> Mattis was sitting there thinking, well, you know, we didn't play well, but at least I'm not that guy right there getting yelled at by Buff because that couldn't have been fun. Gosh, that might have been the Vince game too that he went off. Yeah. Yeah, when, when the was press conference was happening. Not a good showing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that game. Mm-hmm. That was a brutal game. Yeah, something like that happened to us. We went to Rutgers and lost in New Jersey, flew back, and whoever was in charge of transportation forgot to get the buses at the airport. So, Jeez. it was a night game. We flew back from New Jersey. And you're stuck at we the airport. We sat at the airport for an hour and a half waiting on buses to get us back to campus. Oh, After gosh. losing to Rutgers. After throwing five interceptions. Ooh. Yeah, make you not think a good about night. it. The mood yeah. probably wasn't great. No. Well, and to this point, like I don't, it's not going to be the end of the world. But coaches, they do not like any sort of inconvenience no. whatsoever. They do not like being thrown off their routine. So just you know, something something to keep in mind uh, moving forward. Let's talk about Kentucky's defense Saturday. Pretty pretty good. I, yeah, but no turnovers. What's that about? You know what though, I like it. It's something for I, Brad White to be like. I don't care how many sacks you have. If you're not getting me the ball, because I love the week one, you beat up somebody, but you do just enough bad to where the coaches are going to show those, like, three clips and yeah. still just jump your ass. Well, and I, I didn't think our third and medium and third and long defense was that stout. You know, at least on the first couple drives. Yeah. It seemed like we'd have a great first and second down, and then it'd be third and 13, and, you know, Rhett Rodriguez, Rhett and Rhett Rod are, are dicing us up. Mm-hmm. I, there, there is part of it too, like the the early jitters. But I, like, who's going to run against Kentucky? Nobody. Uh, not looking great for anyone. And of all the things to be excited about, uh, I was the most excited about our boy JJ Weaver. 
A, just the story of him making the comeback, but to have two sacks, and then it was funny, Coach Stoops didn't even know he had two sacks. We got to watch him find out looking at the box score. I, I thought, you know, with pass rush being one of the bigger questions, having him look the way he did is, is huge moving forward, adding him to what they already have. Do you know how many attempts he had? How many plays Wasn't he played? Like 11? It wasn't many. Yeah, 13. 13? 13. Two, two sacks in 13 plays? Pretty good That's ratio. Good. Yeah. yeah. Coming off an ACL injury at way ahead of schedule. Yeah. I, I think we'll take that. Sophomore. Yeah. And you know what I like too, Freddie, is we actually saw some blitzes. Yeah. Like, Kentucky may have kept it kind of vanilla offensively. You know, they showed a lot of formations. Defensively, it was a lot more than it wasn't your old school Mark Stoops. We're going to sit back and cover three and – just yeah. take away the big play. The defense was dynamic, lights mm. out the entire game. I mean, just incredibly impressive. The veteran presence you could feel. You could feel the games that Yusuf Corker, Devontae Robinson, and those seniors that played a 1,000 football games were playing with the uh, ULM quarterback pre-snap and then rotating out. I mean, it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch if you're into X's and O's and getting all that stuff because – you know, the fact that you have Jordan Wright, a senior, Yusuf Corker, senior, Devontae De, De, uh, – shoot, what am I saying? Devontae De, Robinson. Devontae Robinson, DeAndre Square, all seniors in that middle of the defense that can play so many games mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's fun to watch. And they, they're going to confuse a lot of quarterbacks. And I think that they confused uh, ULM in pre-snap and, and gave them a lot of misreads, misjudgments, miscalls. That's what I really enjoyed to see. I thought Octavius Oxendine looked more sudden, uh, more uh, more uh, twitchy. The tackle on that screen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, he was Ouch. hauling ass. Yeah. But Jeez. The, another thing that I saw was DeAndre Square was a step ahead of ULM on everything. <laughs> he was processing, reading, getting to the play oh, before the running back got there. That one reverse he had, he was he almost could have just taken the ball in the handoff. Yeah. He was there so fast. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to see from a senior linebacker mm-hmm. is to process, analyze process, well, and then get going, and that's what he did. Especially like Tyler Beatty, the Missouri running back. He's good. And he can be a, a, a home run guy on Absolutely. a back cut. Yeah. So – as long as they aren't over-pursuing in their run fits, yeah. then like, that, that's huge. That's going to be something that they're probably going to give up maybe, you know, some six, seven-yard runs for Beatty. But if you can keep him from popping a 20-plus yarder, yeah. then you're winning this football game. Well, I'll go back to being veteran also. A younger team, early, especially early in the game against Missouri, because they, they understand this is the game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. They understand that just as we do. They're going to be overly excitable. Over pursue, but the veteran team gonna play it smart, mm-hmm. check in their pursuit lanes, yep. and, and play responsibility football. That's why I like Kentucky's defense. The veteran present, you you can just feel that. I mean, I, I could I could just feel how veteran experienced that defense was. There was one veteran, if I may brag on him, uh, new to a starting role, and he was the immovable object right there in the middle. My boy uh, Bully, yeah. still a beast, but a little more agile. Oh man. He still has the one. I love uh, the one. seeing the finger come up at the end of the play. But really, uh, three seniors up front, even though two of them are new in starting roles. I mean, Fitzgerald made the one mistake, but I thought they all looked great. And I, I love – Bully has added this new element where when Ruffalo makes an extra point, they meet together and dance together. And oh, I, I think it's the greatest thing that's happened to UK <laughs> football in years. I also saw a photo of his family at the game. <laughs> that Dr. Mike took. And I don't think anybody is having a better time at Kroger Field 
than Billy McCall's family. Nope. Boom Williams' dad used to have that title. It is in trouble this year, I think. Oh, man. Uh, Somebody with their shirt off. You had – they have giant, like – Multiple fat heads. heads. And I hope they just do the one finger up the whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I can just hear the – nope. You know, like, oh, man. They look like they were having it, getting after it. That and the the McCall Ruffalo uh, buddy cop uh, duo is not something <laughs> not any of us saw coming. But it I seems to be here. To, I've not seen it. Oh, after yeah. every it was, extra point, Bully's waiting for him on the sideline to, yeah, to it's greet pretty, him. It's pretty great. So something to keep an eye on this Saturday because we know that Ruffalo, his leg, it's going to be worn out from all the kicks. You know, just hey, forty-five mm-hmm. yarder looked pretty damn While good. We're bragging yeah, on people. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. The spicy Italian meatball. Back at it. And I also like to get him out. Like, ideally, you're just scoring touchdowns. But, no, it's good to get him out there, get a game rep in under yeah, his belt. Let people Absolutely. know that's still his job. And, you know, he's very consistent last year. Didn't get enough credit. Uh, popping a 45-yarder right down the middle in the first game looked good to start oh, this man. year. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Poor Florida State kicker. What? Has there ever been a school plagued by kicking more than Florida State? <laughs> the whole thing with me, Freddie, is like – Shouldn't the head coach know that? He's over there trying to – over 10 yards, and instead he makes his kicker wait for five minutes. And to, it wasn't exactly a chip shot either, was it? It, it? it went from 50 to, I think, 38. Like, you know, okay, that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. But, man, Florida State was in the zone. Just yeah. let him – Let him score. Oh, man, I wanted them to win so bad. Not just because I had the, watch, the Seminoles money line. But to have Milton come in and you're just like – yeah, he can he can run on two bad knees. This is kind of the the old baseball. Yeah, it was a good story. Yeah. His his poor mother when they were showing her like I just oh, oh they were crying their eyes out. Yeah. And she, and she also was just it, it it was the total like I don't know how I can't like I'm just emotion. There's no uh, her hands were up. She was just like p- pacing, but like in one place. Man, I wanted him to pull that one out. Yeah, it was it was a rough weekend for the ACC. <laughs> Coming off a of 0 and 6 bowl season to yeah. a really rough week one. Are they kicked out of the alliance yet? Did they embarrass the alliance? Well, I don't know. It. I forgot. Are the, the are the Pac-12 and <laughs> are they already are they well, trying no, to break I, I free think, from the alliance? I think the alliance is okay though because UCF came back and won and Cincinnati okay. won by so they so so they saved so the alliance. So the Americans saved the alliance. Okay. Uh, Just, I didn't want I didn't want the ACC embarrassing that right. bad so alliance. The former American future, future Big, Big 12, 12. Okay. yeah, saved them. Uh, but man, the. Uh, there was there was some some solid upsets. The I, I did enjoy just uh, 
having watching Georgia just completely give DJU nightmares. That dude, like I, he, he was uh, who was the guy for the Jets that got caught on the hot mic saying he was seeing ghosts? Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, th- yeah, that that was <laughs> DJU on yeah. Saturday night. They were all up in his head. Looked to be quite a step down from Trevor Lawrence. Even though, it, I mean, his offensive line wasn't providing much help. No, That's no. not the Clemson they, I, they, I, I grew up on the last three years. couldn't run the ball at all. At all. But, I mean, they're going to beat the crap out of a bad ACC schedule. Yeah. I mean, North Carolina blew it. I mean, that was embarrassing. Yeah, the, the – line for the Clemson to win it all still is plus 600 because, like you said, they beat a pretty bad ACC schedule, <clears throat> put it together for two games, and that's possible. I'm not saying every year because Clemson has won two national championships, went toe-to-toe, and, and has, has been on quite a run with Dabo. But this season alone, Clemson is Gonzaga. I mean, seriously. I mean, they're, they're going to – Run through the what's Gonzaga, the Western West Coast, yeah. Western yeah. Hemisphere, or something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just that's just the way they're it is. Beat up on everybody, and if they they're at the end, they'll get killed. And then everybody else is going to beat up on each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Georgia runs the table. If what what reward do they get at the end of it? I agree. Alabama, who beat the snot out of Miami. <laughs> Ooh, God, goodness. and they looked like a well-oiled machine once again. Yeah, and yep. even though Georgia won that game, the defense looked good. Charles, that. Offense. It was supposed to be the JT Daniel show, and I don't yeah, think well, he has anybody there. Nobody's to buying tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Catch passes. Like now, you know they've always got seventeen running backs, and that Zamir White. He's okay, but he comes out. He has what seventy-five yards, and then tweets. What or what is his Instagram caption? Uh, if I wanted, oh yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good caption, but then you look at his stat line. It said, "If I wanted to play with kids, I'd have some of my own." Oh, I did see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the offense didn't score, right? The no, no, they did goal. not score. They, it was a exactly. field goal. <laughs> so, so, after he runs the ball, all the Georgia fans yell, Zeus, which I did not really know. You and thought they were booing. Luckily, or, I'm yeah. sitting next to one guy, and, yeah, eventually I just finally asked him, like, what is going on after Zamir White runs the ball? And they say, yeah, we call him Zeus. I'm like, okay, I guess that makes sense. Now. I do I do like the when you can chant something like that. So, Kentucky had Toos back in the day. Mm-hmm. You get the whole crowd going, Toos. That's fun. I, I remember they used to do that with uh, – they didn't really do it with the uh, the Luke that won the Final Four, but they had a Luke that was 24 back in, like, the mid-2000s. You remember what I'm talking about? He was, like, a power forward. He was the dude that, like, landed on his neck. Uh, Luke Whitehead. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah, would yeah. do the Luke with him. They didn't really do that with Hancock. I was more of a – kind of the same tone, the woo at UK. Yeah, yeah. They used to yell deuce for Tim Couch. Deuce, yeah. Oh, nice. The, um, a moo for Hashimu. Remember the uh, – speaking of Tim Couch, remember that sound that you would hear in the stadium whenever the ball would go in the air and it was just like – there's like a like a, a gasp yeah, kind like, of and like people like stand it's like up. like time stops for a second. We got it back. It is. We you can did. hear that on the field, can't you, Charles? Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Man. I always loved when you when a receiver would catch it in their chest. You could hear that pow, you know. Yeah. That's when God, yeah, because they weren't like using it. their hands. Yeah. Just <laughs> smack their shoulder pads. Yeah. But, hey, you still caught it. But yeah. Man, having that back, though, to watch the ball sail through the air and you're like, uh, uh, and then it actually – you see the end process. There was three 50-yard uh, – you all have heard this stat plenty of times, but three 50-plus-yard catches in the first three quarters. Kentucky had three in 2018, one in 2019, zero in 2020. Like, that's – that is the – you can't answer that question in one game. But – 
to have that out there, I, it's just it's it should work wonders on this offense. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to see Missouri all of a sudden backing out and not loading the box right away, Freddie, because that's just their mo. Yeah. But defenses, you got to play UK honest if they're going to have an offense like this. Yeah, but if Missouri does back out and play zone to honor the deep pass, then that opens it up for Chris Rodriguez. Yeah. What do you do against uh, Blaze Aldridge? Mm-hmm. You run right at him. Uh, laterally, he, he is going to get tackles for loss. I'm telling you right now, he's he's that dynamic as far as uh, across the line of scrimmage. What you can do against him is catch him in the chest with a helmet. You know, Luke Fortner, the SEC Offensive Lineman of the Week, uh, the guards. I mean, it, it's going to be Horsey and, and Cox. It's going to be an inside game there where, where you go straight at those guys. You know, bo- both Missouri linebackers are 6'2", 220-ish. So they run really well laterally, but you get up and down on them. That's how Kentucky can combat that. You know an offensive stat that has I have not really heard anyone mention? We're all celebrating the two receivers, 100 yards and the 50-yard bombs and plays downfield. But I went to bed with a smile on my face Saturday night because four tight ends caught a pass. Yeah. And I, I just didn't believe that was something that could happen in this city. What we say over under last Seven. week? Seven. Oh, seven catches. Mm-hmm. We didn't get seven catches, but I think having four different tight ends catch one, that might even be more impressive. I think that made up for it. He, yeah. uh, Jordan the, the, Engel. I, I yeah, like that, that catch. Yeah. That was just a great play in general. And Bo Allen waited. I mean, waited and waited till it was a perfect time. Took one to the jaw. Did yeah, take one. He felt that one Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I, you said Blaze again, so I had to look up some American Gladiator names. The one I remember most was Nitro. Nitro was oh Nitro was great. Yeah, he was the the big blonde, spiky hair. He mm-hmm. was the he was the uh, gladiator. Turbo, well, what about Turbo? Turbo was in there. Uh, there was uh, Bronco. I don't remember Bronco. I don't remember. Nitro and Turbo were. Big. I might have had Nitro and Turbo posters. The the one I remember too, Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Malibu. No, Mal- Malibu. He was, he was too Malibu for me. Yeah, and he really he really fit his name. His real name was. Uh, Darren McBee. He looked more like a Malibu. <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and watch some of these. Uh, Storm. I, I, remember Storm? Yeah, that was Electra. a female, right? Yep, yep. And then, uh, ooh, here's another female, Jazz. Jazz. Who were, you know, to combine with football, what we have, uh, Larry Zonka on the call? Yes, we, yes. Right? Uh-huh. Former uh, NFL legend. Yeah. Oh, man. Whoa. Part of the 72 Dolphins. Bully is also a great American Gladiator nickname. He would be the modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, Abule asked for a nickname last week at the, after one of the practices. And I just he, he asked the media, he was like, why don't you all give me one? And I wasn't really in my zone, so I didn't offer one up. But there is, if we ever need a contest, a player on the team actively looking for a nickname. He's next to a bully, and then he was calling Josh Pascal per- Terminator. So we have Terminator, Bully, and then – Abule Fitzgerald needs, See, needs something. Abule, though, is like a also kind of like a bully. I almost threw it out. It's like you got bully and Abule. Just go it, with it. It sounds You're pretty good. Next yeah. to each other. And then Ox is right behind him. Like, dude, I mean, come on. I, if, if there was ever a person more perfectly named, I mean, that's just so apt. He even has the bull ring. Like, he's got like a <laughs> nose ring. Yeah. It's not the one like <laughs> – The true – It's not the, the true bull ring through the, the bottom of yeah. his nose. Um, he's just got the big ring on the side, but still. He should add, like, a gigantic one like a bull would have and wear it in games. Like, could you imagine <laughs> lining up from someone 
<laughs> named Ox that had a nose ring like that. One thing uh, I saw watching an ACC football team play last night, uh, Ole Miss had some mouthpieces that looked like shark teeth. I thought that was pretty cool. I was really proud of their swag last night, including the L's down. Man. I just think those powder blues are pretty good. Looking. Can I just say it? I'm an Ole Miss fan. I'm saying it. Ah. I've thought it for years because the Grove is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Lane I Kiffin. I used to not like Lane Kiffin, but he oh. gets there and he starts tweeting, talking trash about stealing recruits and Mary Flipmas and all <laughs> the fun they're having. Obviously, Kentucky's number one, but a very, very distant second, especially when they're playing against Louisville. I'm liking what Ole Miss is doing right now. What was the final score? 40? 43, 24. Is that it? Something like that? They ended up scoring points. But so, it was, what know. would the final score have been if Kiff would have been on the sideline? Oh. All of it. Seriously. 10. They had touchdowns called back, too. You yeah, know, they, like. he, Kiff would have scored the last play of the game. That, that When they took a knee, that, mm-hmm. he would not. Did you see the hat he put on? The yes. little <laughs> Golly. <laughs> there's that. There's the video they put out before. Oh, they did the a, Louisville. They did a chef's kiss version of uh, trolling Louisville. And the worst part is, though, is we really aren't going to get to enjoy the beatdown because, like, see, this is the one thing, the one disadvantage of moving Governor Scup to rivalry weekend, Freddie, is because how much fun would it have been Sunday afternoon, nothing's going on except watching Kentucky just embarrass Louisville on their home field. That place would have been packed because Louisville fans – they actually thought they were good at football. They actually believe that Scott Satterfield is a competent coach that can get quality football players there, even though most of his players are from, like, JUCO and the SES. That's, like, that's where we're going to get our players. We're not going to recruit the guys in Kentucky. We're going to go to some Georgia military academy to get all of our fullbacks. They actually believed that they were good. We tried to tell them that they were bad. And then they just had to experience that last night. And Ole Miss got to have all the fun. We should have been having that fun. Instead, there's going to be more – it's going to be like a Vanderbilt football game, Freddie. There's going to be more Kentucky fans and Louisville fans there. Scott Satterfield's not going to be on the sideline. And it's going to be another, you know, 56-6 to six kind of game. Sounds yeah. awesome, honestly. Yeah, they got EKU Saturday. It'd be much more fun, though. If it would. We got I know. To, I know. If they cared, you know. Like, they're not even going to care anymore. And I, I just – Freddie, I hope we get a – uh, almost like Dorian Baker situation, except like they don't have the Dorian Baker and they just lose to EKU. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's a lot of concerns if you're a Louisville fan. That there's a lot of concerns there. Yeah, obvious concerns. There were some FCS teams that won last weekend. I watched. I turned on late Saturday or no Friday night, Colorado State against South Dakota. And I was like, or South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. It's like Jackrabbits. They're pretty good, aren't they? And I went to look, and I saw that Colorado State was favored by two points. They've lost by four touchdowns. Yeah. wasn't even close. There was uh, Eastern Illinois upset UNLV in double overtime. Washington got beat by Montana. Yeah, fighting Reese Phillips' the Grizz. The ETSU Buccaneers beat uh, Vanderbilt. That was the big one. Golly. 20-3, they routed them. Yeah. You know, Vandy, they're an SEC East rival. We we need them to lose a little bit. But I'm to the point I just feel awful for them. Did like, it's to the point it's too bad. It's like, okay, you got to get a little better. Did you but see the fumble? I didn't see any oh. of it but the final score, and it just made me oh. feel bad for Nashville. They were losing, I believe, 14-3 to or 13-3. to They were like, all right, fourth quarter starting. We need to come back. Ken Seals, lead us to victory. And he, co- he pulls back the pass, cocks it back, and just drops the ball. ETSU picks it up and t- takes it to the uh, house. Like, see, that blows on my mind because he, he's a serviceable quarterback. 
They got three he or four really, well really good receivers. How did they get that bad that quick? Well, uh, they already have a new coordinator. Right? Yeah, they've, they've already switched coordinators after one week. Have they? Yeah. Well, yeah. Was it after one week or was it they right. fired him before the yeah, week? Yeah, I think they fired him before and announced it today. Yeah, yeah. so they switched play callers before the start of the season. <laughs> have you ever heard of that, Freddie? No, uh, no. Uh, First year head coach, all right, this is going to be my offense coordinator. He's my guy. And then – Oh, wait, actually, we're changing it to somebody else. It's one <laughs> How thing, bad was that guy? It's one thing if you've got a position coach and, like, a quality control guy switching roles. It's another thing if you're, you're taking out your play caller. And I just – It just I, goes to reality versus perception. And in today's world, everything is social media perception. All I've seen are Vanderbilt – Look at us. Look at us. Look at the locker room. They got, like, excited about well, that. We're going to – own the six one five and all this. They got, <laughs> yeah. they got Barton Simmons in there doing his. They're like, and ooh, routed by ETSU. Randy Sanders and in state school. Like that's that's. They're not going to hear the end of that. Oh yeah, I mean, seriously. They might as well stop recruiting in state now. Shout out to Randy Sanders. Look, look at the topics we've just hit on. We've got Vandy's terrible. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously that's a win. Yep. Louisville's terrible. Look at that as a win. We just talked about how Georgia's not as good as Georgia looks. We know Tennessee's down. They looked bad Thursday. Missouri, we're about to find out. Mississippi State looked like crap. They barely pulled that out. Man. All these teams, a lot of them you've been an underdog to, or at least a coin flip, at least through week one. Kentucky's schedule is looking easier than we expected, and the offense is kind of matching the excitement we were hoping for. Florida had a – Florida was closer than I thought with Florida did, Atlantic. Did you see Emory Jones' stat line? I did. 4.1 yards per attempt. I did. That's not – not great. What worries about me is is about Florida's Richardson, the freshman quarterback. Well, yeah, it's the ultimate, <laughs> like, can he just be good enough to <laughs> get stay, to the Kentucky yeah, game? Yeah. Like, yeah, let yeah. that happen. Yeah. And uh, I'm not crying, you know, 12-0, and 0, but, I mean, really every team on the yeah. schedule, you well, could say, played a little below expectation. L- LSU. LSU. They have Booty, the, the player, the receiver, yeah. Booty. He is good. I mean – their quarterbacks are supposed to be good, Freddie, but like UCLA was doing whatever they wanted against them, man. The, they they the, did not look good. The fact that LSU was last in the country in pass defense allowed over 300 yards per game, and then followed that up by a terrible outing against UCLA yeah. with the two best corners in America, Eli Ricks and Stingley. Uh, Stingley, Derek Stingley. There's something wrong at, in Baton Rouge. I don't know what it is. But there's something wrong because you cannot be that talented and still get beat like that. They got physically whipped mm-hmm. against UCLA, which is odd for a big yeah, – you, you don't even, get Pac-12. physically whipped by the Pac-12. Pac-12, UCLA beat them up. And that's something that, that – it's kind of shocking. Uh, I had UCLA as one of the games that I hit on. Uh, before I retired on yep, this yep. weekend. Uh, but the DTR was terrible against Hawaii, and he looked like a freaking Heisman Trophy contender. Against two first-round corners. Yeah. I, I they, mean, something's wrong. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I will say that was a great-looking uniform game, too. There's another one. Mix up the – what was it, the little sissy blue? Mm-hmm. Is that what he said? Was it sissy blue? Is that a, is that a humble – Get your ass on down yeah. here with your sissy blue shirt. Is that a humble brag because you can see colors? Freddie, I mean, come on. Like, I'm sorry. That's, I mean, seriously. Well, I'm thank, thankfully you didn't because Louisville's uniforms were once again just awful looking. Yeah, that chrome, the chrome helmets, the gimmicks, it's run its course. It's fun when you do it every once in a while, every game. Mm. Come on, that's what, like, Western does. No offense. To, hey, Western, 
I wish they were playing Louisville this year because they would beat the ever-living hell out of them. They might get a bowl game. They, Actually, just kidding. Louisville's not getting a bowl game. <laughs> no, Western, their quarterback threw six touchdowns. Yeah, no, Western looked great. Man. Well, good thing if you're, if you're an ACC fan is this week you may get a couple wins. Yeah. Well, Pitt plays Tennessee. Pitt's pretty good. Probably will beat Tennessee. North yeah. Carolina State will beat Mississippi State. Yeah, Tennessee so, so bad, too. I know. Are we? I mean, remember when they were talking about, like, Joe Joe Milton couldn't do it in Michigan. Like, uh, yeah. I, I went <laughs> – I know, watched like, the Tennessee game on a backyard projector at a Tennessee watch party. I, being the Kentucky fan of the group, had a great time <laughs> listening to them not even try. I thought they'd at least try to talk themselves into it. I mean, even as they're scoring, they're like, oh, we still look bad. Like, <laughs> I mean, Milton missed two wide-open throws downfield. I mean – Guy would have walked in the end zone. He missed him by 30 yards. So it was just a great experience to sit there and watch the Vols in their first game just already surrender. I mean, they're up 20, and they're watching it going, yeah, we still don't look oh, good. And then they I tried to cover, on. too, to, like, yeah. make up for it and Here, couldn't even do that. Here's how I watch. When Tennessee started out good, I turned it off because I get too nervous. I, I was thinking, oh, God, they are going to look good. And then I turned it back over. I said, I'm not going to turn it over until halftime. And I was thinking, it's got to be 40 to nothing. It was 14 16. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now I can watch it. Now they, I can settle back and watch they it. They look really bad having watched just about every snap. But I will give them credit. Being the first game, I didn't watch week zero. That was my first sit down, turn on a college football game in the beginning to watch it all. Even their stupid ball walk and all their orange. It was a great atmosphere to see it to kick off kind of the first, to Man. me, the big weekend of well, college football. And that's why Ole Miss Louisville just soiled. A great weekend. I mean, it was fun for us. Nobody but that, that Florida State, Doak Walker or Doak Campbell was – that fun. was – and then they, they had Chief Osceola out there. You had the, a Bobby tribute. They had uh, the, 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 the glitter guys were back, which, man, if, you, if that's your stick, you got to get a new one. Like, <laughs> they're picking glitter out of all sorts of crevices all week long. Like, you ain't getting that out. That place was rocking. That place was rolling. Uh, the first drive of that game, how about our boy Michael Mayer from up the road? Yeah. I mean, they just went to him all the way down the field he's for that so, first score. And for him to be a sophomore, true sophomore. Yeah, he's going to be a first-round pick in the God, 2024 so draft. Big. He's going to finish his junior year, go to the NFL, be a first-round pick. How many people were at the game last night? They said, what, 30,000? Oh, there was 30? maybe seven. <laughs> so I mean, it didn't look too good. It was so bad. It was – did not look good. But Mayer, it was, it was kind of funny, though, because they kept going to him. And there was one catch he had where the poor safety just looked like a pinball machine yeah. bouncing off him. But they went to him on the final drive whenever they were trying to win in regulation. And he made one catch to start it. And I tweeted out something like, you know, man, that guy, he is so good. And next play, drops it. <laughs> he did have a really bad drop. <laughs> and that would have set up the field goal. And so we ended up getting overtime. But – uh Hey, the Roush fade, it's always alive and well. But what also is good to know is that when you listen to us, you're in good hands because we're giving you the best knowledge to go win some money with our friends over at Prospects. And I know that you all – Freddie, I know you're saying you're, you're hanging up, but let me try to convince you. Football is back, and you don't have to pick teams. You can pick players. So when you know that Chris Rodriguez needs to get – over the century mark. He's only 105 yards. Play with prize picks, and you can get some money playing that way. Yeah. Just use the promo code KSR with prize picks. Yeah. You know Rodriguez is going to get 105. 
play him, parlay him with another guy, boom, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. This is why you don't get beat on back doors or stupid things at the end. You just find your guy, you mm-hmm. know what he needs to get done, and you have him do it, and you get paid. And Roush, what states were they uh, in? <laughs> oh, they're, they're in a lot of states. But <laughs> Did it, you include that last week? Yeah, I did include okay, it. Okay, good. That was a great ad read. It was a great ad read. But Price Picks really is the simplest form of real money in daily fantasy sports. It puts you, it pits you against the numbers. And it's not just college football. We've got NFL back this Thursday with the Bucks and the Cowboys. I'm sorry about your Cowboys. It's going to get, right. it's gonna get really up. ugly. But download the Prize Picks app or visit prizepicks.com. Sign up using the card the code KSR to get an instant 100% bonus on up to 100 bucks on your first deposit. Don't forget, PrizePix app, prizepix.com. Use the code KSR to claim your bonus today. And it really it really is nice because there are times when, like, I'm, I, I live close to Indiana. I'll drive over to use their uh, sports gambling services. And I can't do that in Kentucky, so I just whip out the PrizePix app. It's a really clean, easy-to-use app. Do that this weekend. Have a great time. Use that promo code KSR with our friends at Prize Picks. Speaking of picks, Freddie, you mentioned it. It's a pretty weak slate this week. This week, too. Kentucky-Missouri really is going to be one of the premier matchups. I know game day is going to go to – what do they call that? What do they call that rivalry? Iowa State-Iowa. Cyhawk. The Cyhawk? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Sounds good. Cyclones, Hawkeyes. Yeah. Yeah. This should be – it should be a pretty good game. Iowa. Iowa State didn't look good. Yeah, they did. I think Iowa might roll. Now, Indiana is fraudulent. We've been telling you that for yeah. a while. You know, excuse me. In, in Danina. Yeah. In Danina. <laughs> Was that just on one jersey? Or I hope so. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get that on one jersey? Like, don't they make them all at, like, uh, one time? Here's what I thought. I don't care. I assume it's just one. I don't care if I'm a walk-on. I look at them and say, I'm not wearing that. That is a disgrace. To, you're, that's an embarrassment to me. I yeah. know I'm going to be mocked on the internet. Like, you cannot expect me or to put like, that like on. Put, like, tape over it or something? Like you, you yeah, I'm saying I'm find a way to find another one. Yeah, we, you're not going to make a meme open. out of me. Could we have our first lawsuit for NIL? That limited that guy's ability to make it money did. buying equipment. It did. Uh, 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 Infractured by the school. He, he's going to say, why would anyone want to endorse me when I can't yeah. even spell Indiana sue, right on my I'd shirt? I'd sue Adidas. Adidas, I'd sue Indiana. Yep. I'd sue Phoenix Jr. for losing. <laughs> my gosh, he was like Jared Garantano out there, just like Whew. throwing the ball to Iowa. Shout out Washington State. Garantano looking the same there. Really? I did, I did not keep up with that. Yeah. Did they? I get uh, daily Garantano updates from my dad. Not <laughs> daily like Saturdays after a game. Like Monday morning, dad read message boards, checking on his boy Garantano. <laughs> uh, that Pitt-Tennessee game, though, could be pretty fun. Ten- it opened as a pick Pitt is a three-and-a-half-point favorite in Knoxville. Uh, which this wow. is yeah. – <laughs> I thought they'd at least give Tennessee oh, just wow. a little – Okay. The, the wonkiest line of the week. South Carolina is playing – East Carolina. East Carolina, I thought, was going to do well against App State. App State beat the brakes off them. Were you at that game, Chuck? I was. That was – Oh, you did, you did a doubleheader this week. I did. How oh. did you go that game? It was Thursday it was in Charlotte. Thursday night. Yeah. I was in Charlotte. Yeah, they oh. had two Dukes Mayos. But uh, – There was really three. Charlotte oh, played yeah. Duke. And beat It Duke. wasn't – yeah. That was an awesome game. Mm-hmm. I was watching If I would have done that, I probably would have gone. But I, I saw the line and went, oh, I remember playing Charlotte. I mean, there's no way, right? <laughs> yeah, no, Duke's really yeah, bad. Well, we yeah. might be fading Duke this year. Okay. Yeah, that might be a good Don't play. Tell me twice. But South Carolina, SEC program, Shane Beamer playing an East Carolina team 
They got dog walked by App State, for the mm-hmm. lack of a better term. South Carolina opens as three point favorites. Uh, East Carolina two point favorite as of Tuesday. It's already Tuesday flipped. Morning. Yeah, it flipped. It's it it went back to a pick'em since this morning. I saw it at minus two this morning, so I wanted to embarrass South Carolina a little bit. If South Carolina doesn't win this ball game, the wheels might just yeah. Again, perception and reality. Shane Beamer won the offseason with recruiting videos and, you know, all this social media stuff. They did win. Hey, give them yep. credit. One with a GA playing quarterback. With Zeb. Against Eastern Illinois, who yep. was one in five last year. Yeah, they beat – they was Zeb Yeah, as an FCS team. So, uh, we'll see. Yep. Went to uh, Odd Shark for the score simulation. Okay. It has uh, East Carolina winning 27 to 25. Huh. Now that thing's crap, but it's fun to go look at. And, yeah, uh, I, it was fun to look at the S and P Plus picks too. Uh-huh. That computer because it was, it did bad. It did real, real bad this first weekend. And that's what's funny. They usually do the first week the computers. Yeah, because it, it takes a while to catch up. Um, you got to get the data on the current teams and not just projecting from the last one. But what was also something to notice: a lot of unders hit. A lot of unders. Mm-hmm. And, man, that the first half under in Clemson, Georgia, was 24-and-a-half. They scored 13 total points in the game, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 10-3? Yeah. So, uh, wow. What's the Roush lock of the week? I know you've, you've got your eyes staring one down. Where are, you, where are you pulling out the hammer? See, I haven't figured it out quite yet. The answer is Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It probably is, isn't it? See, I, I hate the homer picks, but if you look at the board, just saying – if I were just a random Joe on the street that liked gambling on football with no dog in any fight, that one would jump out at me. Coastal Carolina is a 25-and-a-half point favorite over Kansas. Like, what? That is, uh, that is supposed to be evenly matched. Like, not no, it's not supposed to be evenly matched. Power 5 versus G. It, crazy. I, I will say this is also Homer Roush pick. Uh, Purdue was kind of was shaky a little Oregon State. But they ended up pulling out the cover. UConn with Red and Diedsel out. I know there might be some sort of rah rah, <clears throat> like we're gonna. Um, actually, I, now I'm talking myself into thinking that <laughs> UConn will cover because they are at home and they got Edsel out of there. Which man, what a terrible UConn! Why are they still at football? I don't know, but why are people talking about Liam Cohen going there? They, okay, that's Bruce Bruce Feldman. Like. He wants some clicks. Liam, Liam Cohen is not leaving the L.A. Rams to jockey himself into a position where he's the UConn head football coach. <laughs> is he just this proud Northeastern that's going to resurrect this program? I'm going to do it one year in the SEC, then i got to get over to UConn. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, you can't say that with a straight face. No, that's, that's a quick way for your career that's going well to start going the other direction yeah. in a hurry. Very quickly. Oh, that could be bad. Uh, Mississippi State versus NC State has potential to be a good game. And this could be a shining moment for the ACC. Could be, finally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, like – What's the spread? NC State, two and a half, open as a pick em. Two and a half point favorites. Yeah, right. interesting. Wolfpack. Woo! They look good Saturday. Either way, I know you're going to be giving your official picks on free money, probably, Drew. Yes. Um, Later this week. I think we also talked about maybe uh, making some gambling videos or something. Yeah, we might have that in the tank. Just, we got we got a lot of people who like to dabble in the gambling. We all need to get on one page and get some picks out there for the people. I will say though, it was much different when I had like memorized the spreads three weeks in advance. It's a it's a much quicker turnaround. Oh yeah, we're I, getting into the grind. You know, it's it's a lot different. I even worry today that we might do because free money we just do on like thirty minutes notice. Right. It's like cool. I hope I, he doesn't call today because I'm not prepared for this week. Yeah. Well, you got. You, 
It, it takes a little while to get back into the zone. We got NFL too, so don't waste all your money on college. Exactly, you got to spray the board. Is there a line, Alabama Mercer? I don't even see one. Is there? Is there a line? No, they wouldn't no. do that to Mercer. That would be. I, I don't think there's. Mercer beat a team sixty-nine to nothing. I don't even think they were affiliated with the NCAA. The shout out to the Mercer kicker for intentionally missing the seventh PAT too. Like, good on him. Or excuse me, the tenth PAT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't. I don't think you could ever go from as dramatic as playing a team that's not even a real like like they are not they in play the NCAA. Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, like but they they actually are a school, but I think it's like NAIA maybe to playing Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> oh lord. Turn it up on its head. Turn it upside down on its I head. I mean, sir, what, what is Alabama going to win by 70? Like, what's going to happen? Probably. If they wanted to. Yeah. Uh, one uh, game that actually – Hold on. Odd Shark has it at uh, 65 to nothing. Oh, God. One game that's going to be fun to watch, the Holy War after UK beats Missouri. Utah at BYU. Utah's six, seven-point favorite. It's a good wow. game. That'll be fun. Those, they, get, they get after in that game. Yes, that's a physical do. game. Yeah. I, I would take the under. So whatever it is, go under. Gonna be a low-scoring slobber knocker. Life's too short to bet the under. Oh, <laughs> I'm living the short life, so I'm gonna keep keep cheering against points. I stay away from games I can't really watch, and you and I will be in the press box writing about Kentucky's three touchdown victory over Missouri mm-hmm. long into the night Saturday. Yeah, that's so true. So I probably won't see that one. Yeah, and it's a shame the the one down of the night game we can't have a signing afterwards. But I thought it was a pretty solid turnout to come see Josh Pascal and Yusuf Corker. Cool to see them. You know, they're hanging out for about an hour, make some cash, meet some fans, uh, all while, like, there was half-naked dudes smashing guitars <laughs> over their heads <laughs> outside. That was – you were talking – There was a lot going on. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a scene here at KS Bar Saturday. It's going to be a scene this Saturday between the Cats and Missouri. The game is not sold out yet. Oh, really? N- need to get there. Uh, and they're – I mean, we heard Stoops twice yesterday, both times he talked, mm-hmm. begging for it. Vince, Vince Merrill, Merrill tweeting about it. I mean uh, – You're about to go talk to Liam Cohen. I'm sure he'll say it. They they clearly want full fan support for this one. And I think they're going to have a big recruiting weekend. Yeah. They had a guy up here by the name of Emil Wagner over the weekend, and that things are looking good there. You go out, you put a good showing, you show Denki how you just run it up on SEC teams, and – be a lot of fun, and the Big Blue Nation plays a big part in this. You're going to want to be here. Chuck, I know you're, you're not missing this one, right? You don't have any more scouting reports to compile for us? You've got two Saturdays worth of tailgating to do this week. Wedding. You're kidding This me. is unbelievable. This, I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> Guys, I don't, I don't want to give you this information. Oh, my goodness. Chuck, just lied to us, okay? Wow. I'm so disappointed. All right, all right. Go back and delete it. I can't lie. No, I'm not yeah. a liar. But best believe, this game this game will be getting streamed on this the entire time. No, hold on, I want to read you the exact words of the big dog. Yeah, I don't. Wanna, I saw. I don't want to miss game, one the word. The biggest game since BBN, 2018, which in, in I Florida. believe includes Charles Walker. We oh. need you this weekend. Biggest game since 2018 at Florida. Let's pack the house and cheer loud. Go Big Blue! It does not say anything about weddings. We need. You, Uncle Sam, Uncle Mark, Uncle Vince needs you to show up and pack the Krogue. I don't know what you want me to do here, guys. My hands are full. They're tied. They're tied and full. You know they're exactly, tied behind my back and then they're full. You know don't exactly filled, what we want you to full. do. Big Blue Nation, don't be a Charles Walker, okay? 
Seriously, don't be a Charles Walker. Don't be a Get Charles out Walker because and be you're loud enough for me. So, having the tailgates back was nice, Drew, but it was like a, it was like an hour. It was practice. It was yeah. like a dress rehearsal. Now this Saturday is going to be absolutely amazing. You know what's fun is folks took their tailgate down at Kroger Field and tailgate here at KS Bar. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Too. My niece and her tailgate crew they yeah. broke it down over there, mm-hmm. just moved just it over, over here, here to watch wrestling. Gosh, it is going to be That's quite a day. It's going to be a party at the Krogue. Kentucky takes on Missouri. Connor Bazelak, Connor Schmazelak, like Eli it. Drinkwitz. I like More Bazelak. More like Eli Drinkwitz. What? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah I, that, exactly. that guy is a total nerd. He's a goober. And we owe him one for last year. They, we they owe picked him. on us Stoops at a time of weakness. isn't going to say it out loud, but he is ready to shove this team in oh, the locker. He is. he is ready to beat them up and down the field all night long, and it is going to be a sight to behold. We can't wait to see you there. Well, most of us can't wait to see you there. It's going to be great. Get your tickets today. Freddie, tell them. Who you got in the first ever Kroger KSR Hometown Classic? Oh, yeah. We've got to get the Hometown Classic picks in. Yeah. Um, first ever. Yep. I – uh, so – Shawnee at Jackson County. Charles. I'm going, I'm going okay. the home team, Jackson County. I mean, I love both, and I love the story around the game. I love that we're doing the game. But I, I, I like the home atmosphere here. See, I actually played in my first varsity football game against Shawnee. Uh, they're going to have a lot of spirit. They're going to fight hard, and I'm going with the Golden Eagles. Charles? You've Taking seen Shawnee. the hardware they're, they're playing for, right? It's a pretty awesome yeah. wrestling belt. It's literally right here. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. I'm taking Shawnee. you got to go with the Louisville's team, right? Oh, Look man. at that. Look at that. Look at that trophy. That's pretty nice right there. It's did, heavy, did, too. Did, like, uh, what did you have, Belk? Did Belk give you anything? Or Belk no. was after you? Belk was after me. What did you get? Uh, I do have a bobblehead from uh, Tax Slayer. See, which, yeah, did you get free taxes? Look at that. That year, <laughs> you get a belt. That year Tax Slayer Bowl was ranked as the worst bowl gifts of any bowl day. It was. So, yes. By far. And a pair of Under Armour sunglasses. It's going to be great, though, Freddie. I know yeah. you're excited to get I'm out there. I'm very excited. Um, yes. I know Jackson County will show up big. Yeah. Can't wait to be there for the Kroger KSR Hometown Classic. Absolutely. It's going to be great. That's going to be fun. Friday night, Saturday is going to be nuts. We're going to be going, getting wild at KS Barn and Grill. Well, some of us will. Yeah, some of Me. us will. Charles Walker can kick rocks. This has been <laughs> the KSR Football Podcast. And peep the technique. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, 
Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.